speaking, it was done. Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Taking the twelve, Jesus said to them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished, for he will be delivered over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked, and shamefully treated, and spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, contrary to what you might think, mankind, yes, mankind loves living in darkness more than light. This means that mankind likes blindness more than being able to see. And so contrary to what you might think, mankind feels comfortable being blind. When we are blind, spiritually speaking, we cannot see, and when we cannot see, we are then able to turn a blind eye to things that bother and disturb us. But what is even more comfortable than being blind is this. Get this, it's not knowing that you are blind. That's to say, ignorance is bliss, as they say. Yes, ignorance is bliss. When a person is blind and they don't know that they are blind, well, they are comfortable. It's quite calm. Indeed, it's quite calm when a person is able to be blind to their sin and be oblivious and be oblivious to the realities of life. For example, it is quite comforting to be blind to things such as global cyber threats and currency wars with China, nuclear threats from foreign dictators, worldwide sex trafficking, and worldwide infectious disease. It's comfortable. It's very comfortable being blind to 62 million abortions conducted in the United States since Roe versus Wade. It is comfortable. It's comfortable being blind to the breakdown of the family and the attacks upon the institution of marriage. It is comfortable being blind to the fact that the porn industry in America has grown to be a 10, get this, 
$10 billion business, bigger than the NFL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball combined. To tape our eyes shut. Yeah, to tape our eyes shut, or perhaps even gouge out our eyes, well, that's painful. But not nearly as painful as seeing the threats and the calamities and the distresses around us in this life under the sun. But perhaps the most comfortable thing to turn a blind eye towards that has not been mentioned yet is ourselves right here. Indeed, we do not like to look into the mirror of God's law to see the reality of our own sinfulness, the darkness of our hearts. We like to ignore our selfishness. We like to ignore our stupidity. We like to ignore our self-absorption. And so, as previously mentioned, we like being blind. It is just, let's just be honest, it's easier that way. With blindness and darkness, well, darkness becomes our friend. Blindness becomes our reality. Now, if we are honest, mankind actually fights to stay blind. Yes, mankind fights to stay blind. For example, we turn the disturbing nightly news off when disasters appear before us. We actually avoid parts of the Bible that make us uncomfortable, calling those sections outdated, those sections of the Bible outdated or perhaps irrelevant. And churches where preachers preach too harshly, too bluntly, too much in the light, well, the pews are unfortunately empty. The cry that we hear is this, tell me that I am special, tell me that I am something. Give me a, give me a trophy. Give me, give me a hug and pull the covers over my head. Tell me that everything is okay. Keep me comfortable in the dark with my eyes closed. This, my friends, tragically, is the cry of blindness. The spiritually blind, while they love darkness and they love their comfort, while believing that everything is going to be all right, they do not see reality nor perceive the kingdom of God correctly. Now, considering all of this, though, there's actually a great irony, a tremendous irony to our reading from the Gospel of Luke this morning. If you can recall, in the Gospel of Luke, we hear about a blind man. We know his name is Bartimaeus from the other Gospel accounts. And blind Bartimaeus, he's a beggar. He's a beggar on the side of the road. Now, even though Bartimaeus was blind physically, here's the irony, he was not, I repeat, he was not blind spiritually speaking. His eyes were wide open that day. Even though he was along the side of the road in the dirt and the dust and the shadows of that day, well, he was in the light because he was near Jesus. He saw Christ. And his mouth, get this, his mouth, well, that was open too. He cried out with an intensity, Lord, have mercy. And then he cried it out again and again, Lord, have mercy on me. You see, Bartimaeus knew that he was not okay. He knew that he needed mercy. He knew that he needed compassion from Christ. Now, you might have noticed that we sing the words of Bartimaeus here at St. Paul's, get this, every single Sunday. Yes, every single week in our church services. We call it the Kyrie. Yes, the Kyrie. 
Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy on us, on me and you, too. And when we sing blind Bartimaeus' words, we're acknowledging two simple things we must keep in mind. We're acknowledging two simple things. First, we're acknowledging that we are beggars, that we are beggars in need, just like Bartimaeus. And secondly, we are crying out for mercy to Jesus, just like Bartimaeus. We cry out for mercy because we know that Jesus is the only one who can help us as his beggarly church. And so the point being, you are not blind when you cry out for mercy to Christ. You are actually seeing reality when you know that you are spiritually a beggar in need of Christ's mercy. However, if you think that you are not, get this, if you think that you are not a beggar, if you think that you are not in need, and if you think that you can see clearly, well, my friends, I hate to break it to you, you are blind. You're blind like the rest of the world. You are in darkness. You see, only blind fools believe that they are self-sufficient. Only blind fools are ignorant of just how tiny and powerless they are in this life under the sun. Only blind fools feel like they don't have to cry out for mercy. Only blind fools ignore the reality of their sin. You see, on a side note, we must keep in mind that you and I, we have an old Adam. And this old Adam likes to make us feel comfortable in our darkness. The old Adam loves to deceive you. The old Adam loves to make you think that you can see perfectly with 20-20 vision when in reality you are blind according to your old Adam. Dear friends, repent. Repent with me. Yes, we need repentance. Open your eyes and see what Bartimaeus saw that day. Like Bartimaeus, you and I are not okay by our reason, our strength, or our own perceived wisdom. We are sinful beggars in need of Christ and his grace. We need mercy and compassion from Christ every single day and every single moment. Which is, which is the reason why every single week when we gather here into this sanctuary, when we gather here at St. Paul's, we stand and we sing Bartimaeus's Kyrie. We are Bartimaeus. Unlike the world that walks around in darkness thinking that they can see clearly but are really blind, while well, we Christians walk in the light of Christ knowing that we're always in need of Jesus because we are always beggars. This is most certainly true. Unfortunately, though, when the beggarly Christian church cries out, Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Lord, have mercy on us, well, the rest of the world does not enjoy this. The rest of the world will oftentimes yell back, shut up, you weak, beggarly fools. You see, just as blind Bartimaeus was rebuked by those around him, we too may be scrutinized and ridiculed and mocked for our cry of mercy, our cry for compassion. The world does everything it can, keep in mind. It does everything it can to believe that it is fine in the dark. But the curie, yes, that curie comes along and it ruins it all. You see, the blind world says this. The blind world says, I'm okay. You know what? We are okay. We're comfortable. And oh, we can do this on our own. But the curie comes along and says, I'm not okay. 
You're not okay. I'm a beggar. I'm not comfortable. And I cannot do this on my own. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, have mercy on me, the sinner. You see, when we sing the Kyrie, we are not upholding the world's darkness. We're not playing the same tune of the world. We're not stumbling in the world's silly games played at night. Regardless of any rebukes that we will receive from the world, the world will not be able to silence our cry, your cry for mercy. You see, you and I cannot stop singing the Kyrie. We cannot stop crying for mercy. But because, because we know that we are poor, miserable sinners in thought, word, and deed. We know that the world is perishing, and we know that the light of Jesus is the only hope for us in a world stumbling around in the darkness of sin. You and I will never stop singing the Kyrie because we never stop being a beggar in need of Jesus. The cry of blind Bartimaeus is the cry of the Christian church. Baptized saints, as you sing the Kyrie, know indeed that it is the cry of faith. But this cry of faith is not one that leads you to glory and power and victory by your own might. This faith does not lead you to so-called comfort and darkness where you close your eyes in blindness and count to ten for everything to be okay. No, faith gives you eyes to see truth. And truth is Christ. Faith causes you to cry out for Christ, for mercy. Faith knows reality that you and I are nothing more than poor, miserable sinners, beggars in life who constantly receive gifts from Christ. And when Jesus hears this cry of faith, keep in mind, when he hears this cry of faith, when he hears us cry out and sing that curiae, he stands still long enough to hear, to hear our cry. And then he answers with his good Yes, his good and gracious will. Know that even though you are a beggar who cries for mercy, that your cry, get this, is not bothersome to Jesus. The Lord, he was not bothered by Bartimaeus. He was indeed not bothered by him. The Lord answers your cry in the divine service right here and right now by giving you his word, pouring it into your ears, giving you the holy sacrament at this altar. Baptized saints, you sing the Kyrie because you indeed have faith. You're not in darkness. Christ opened your eyes of faith when you were baptized out of the darkness into the light, being snatched from darkness unto light. He opens your eyes of faith again and again by speaking and pouring his word into your ears. And with open eyes of faith, you no longer sit by the side of a road like an empty-handed beggar, but you are a beggar who is ushered right here to this throne with open hands for gifts upon gifts to be laid in your hands and into your mouth and into your bellies so that you might know that you are forgiven 100% and that Christ is for you. Grace upon grace. Baptized saints, recover your sight your faith has made you well. Take and eat. Take and drink. Remember, you are the baptized in Christ. You do not belong to darkness. You do not belong to the world. Behold Christ. Live in the reality and the rest of Christ. Rest in his comfort and his forgiveness and his life and salvation. You are not blind, stumbling in the world. You are a Christian. You have eyes to see 
and Christ sees you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can access the full page of the Pastor